You know, things are getting really heavy out there and frankly scary. But you know what? You, me, and we are doing amazing things. And we're going to talk about that on this episode of So This is the Future with me, Jim Bumgardner, product of the Jack Entertainment Network. Getting straight into tonight, this is the very first episode of 2022. We're only three days in at the time of this recording, and it's already getting wacky. Hi, everyone. I am Jim Bumgardner, and I thank you very much for joining me for this episode of So This is the Future. Man, I'm telling you, this has been a phenomenally interesting, incredible three days that we're just now getting into this brand new year. I'm telling you, it's kind of nuts, because now from the time that I recorded the New Year's Eve show on December 31st, 2021, all that long time ago, so much has happened. I mean, it's been wacky, man. Just here alone, from the time I recorded that show to like the next day, we saw a 60-degree drop in the temperature and then some snow and it was ridiculous, <laughs> you know, but it sets the tone, right, for what this new year very well may be. Um, okay, we got a big show tonight. I mean, this is huge. If I say tonight, because it's really late, it's actually when I'm recording this one at 1128 Monday evening Central Time, um, I'm getting my Monday show in, but it's probably going to roll into Tuesday before I finalize the whole thing because... It's been such a big day. It's been a great day, so don't get me wrong. Again, when it comes to the things that you, or excuse me, that are being put inside of everyone's faces by way of their screens, be it either the television or the smartphone or the wherever you go and look around and see all of these things, it's pretty heavy out there. It really is. And we personally, myself and my wife and our family, we've been experiencing and witnessing some things too in regards to issues with the COVID-19 scenario. Uh, I'm not going to go into that right now because we're kind of watching this thing um, very closely as there is a, a member of the family who has dealing with it. That's all I'm going to say right now. And I want to make sure that before I really launch into this thing, I want to have all of my facts lined up and ducks in a row to make sure that when I give this ground report that, it is 100% factual, 100% backed up with photo and video evidence to prove everything that we're saying. And what we're saying is not going to be anything different than a lot of you folks haven't already experienced or seen or heard around the nation and around the world. So I want to make sure I've got all that before I really go into it. But once I do, though, understand I will be going both feet in to this scenario. Because one thing that I can tell you from previous experiences and involving watching people who have been uh, tested positive for COVID-19 and then quarantined and so on. One of the things that has been consistent inside of all of that, outside of anything else anyone wants to say, I know for a fact that treatment protocols in general have been changed in a very dramatic and irrational way that prior to March 2020 would have had a medical facility and or doctor provider sued for malpractice and that's a fact okay but we're going to get into that later we've got so much to cover tonight because again there's a lot of heavy going on a lot of scary going on and we cannot not see that not talk about it 
But at the same time, there is the real solution. Again, I love David Icke, and I love how he has really coined the phrase problem-reaction-solution. I don't care who came up with it first. All I know is right now it makes the most sense to pay attention to the problem-reaction-solution scenarios that are being played out. Inside of the big mega-legacy mainstream corporate and some alternative media sources, we're hearing the problems and the reactions but the solutions are sketchy at best, if you hear of any. Well, at this podcast and from the Jack Entertainment Network, we are focused on the solution. And what is the solution? Well, I can tell you. The solution is you need to start and get inside of you first and foremost. Seriously. Part of tonight, getting ready for tonight's show and some other little errands I needed to run and this, that, and the other... Um, I was out and about and around town, live in a small town, population 13,000. Uh, and none of them were out tonight except for the people who were working in the stores that I happened to go into. And I had conversations with the store managers and some of the employees about just what was going on, what their take was, just in general, okay? Not really interviewing people, but just listening to them talk. And the biggest thing that came out tonight, and that I want to really encourage all of you out here to do as well, is start talking again, okay? Start talking again. One of the things that's really, thankfully, being circulated in the bigger alternative media platforms, such as InfoWars, such as YouTubers with some real pull, well, with some real influence with their audience, uh, and more importantly, with Joe Rogan, who has launched a massive exodus of the Twitter platform for the other one, Getter, which I know very little about. I haven't signed up for that yet. Not worried about that at the moment because that's not my thing. Joe Rogan will definitely populate that thing faster than I could ever dream of. And God bless him for it because his stance is coming from the reality that they are, they, Twitter has banned some very loud people that aren't doing anything bad except opening discussion and or sharing proof and facts. The biggest one, of course, being Dr. Robert Malone, who is the patent holder and inventor of the mRNA vaccine technology. And this man has stood up and has been standing up and getting the word out of his issues with what's happening right now with the vaccines and the vaccine mandates. And topically, I see no reason to doubt the man. Uh, morally, as an American who was brought up to believe we have a First Amendment that protects us in the ability to speak, um, I absolutely positively am behind this man. And I've listened to the I've listened to his interviews with Joe, some of it, not all of it, uh, but I listened to a lot of his interviews uh, over at Infowars. And I'm telling you, this man sure seems like a straight shooter to me. Uh, and why would you lie about this? You're risking everything your entire career, your reputation, everything. You don't put that all on the line for nothing. Just like uh, there, there's so many out there, okay? It's, it's too many to, to just sit here and go through. And you've heard them. I hope you've heard them. If you haven't, we're going to help you get connected with hearing this other side other than what is coming from this legacy media stream of quote-unquote information and quote-unquote official facts and science, okay? Um, but... Again, people are waking up, and that's amazing, and that is wonderful. But the bigger thing, while it's happening 
on these mass on these big platforms and, the, and all the content out here, uh, myself included. That's fantastic. But the real change that I'm going to encourage for you to participate in is when you go to whatever local store you go to, I don't care if it's mom and pop, I don't care if it's the, the big box stores, I, everybody in between, wherever there are other humans at, interact with them. You must. This is what we need because I've, the, the observation I've made over the past two years is I have watched the decline of conversation between people. And if you can't see now that this is by design, Again, first, go listen to Dr. Um, Dr. Rowland. Yes, I hope I got that right. I'm sorry, I'm a little tired. And I've been, I've been watching all this stuff and, and doing and, and trying to get all this stuff that I want to bring to you tonight. Um, I, I'll get that right. I apologize if I'm wrong. Anyway, um, that doesn't matter. You know who I'm talking to? Malone. Dr. Malone. Um, go listen to him because he also points out the bigger problem that is causing everything else to continue to snowball and stack up. And what is that? It is the mass manipulation, the hypnosis that has occurred. It has occurred. And how, how can I show, how can I, how can I stand behind this man and say this myself? Because I see it and you've seen it. And now I'm going to point it out to you so you can't unsee it. And that is when it comes to going to your local stores and watching people interact. You do good if you get people to lock eyes with you anymore, let alone smile. Here, we've been fortunate to where a lot of folks have started to lighten up and take off the masks. When you lose that full connection that comes from human face to human face, you lose so much in interaction with humans. I mean, real interactions, you know, it's that uh, the eyes are the windows to the soul. That's very true. But the rest of the face also helps tell you what the, the eyes are really trying to project. Okay. And they've covered those up. Now, back to my point here, when you're out and about and what I did tonight and just having some very simple conversations, uh, nothing big. I mean, again, I wasn't going into interview mode. I wasn't a reporter on the street. I was just a guy who was picking up some stuff, some dog food for my dogs. And then uh, I picked something else up. I forgot what it was. Again, long day. But the point is, in that process, I talked to the people who were there. And one place, they weren't wearing masks. The other place, they were still having to wear masks or they would get fired. But in talking to this person, and I've known this person a long time, and as we're talking and looking out amongst the other employees at this place, all masked up, nobody else around. It's, I mean, it's just dead on a Monday night. But you, when you think about what's happened, Folks have gotten so, they have acquiesced to a point now to where it seems normal. And that's bad. It's so bad. Do your part and make the conversation. Connect. Look eyeball to eyeball. If you happen, if, they, if they're not wearing a mask, great. Enjoy that moment. If they are wearing a mask, smile bigger so they have no choice but to smile back at you and you'll see that in their eyes. But that is so important to everything. I don't care. I've seen so many folks sharing the same videos and stories and talking points and blah, 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 blah. I don't care what side you're on or what side you're pushing, promoting, and trying to enlighten people with. That's great. Knowledge is power. We all need it. But the most important thing that we need right now is to connect 
on your local level, one-on-one. Take the time. You can take five seconds with a smile and a little bit of a conversation, a little bit more than, hey, how are you doing today? That's less than five seconds, and you just brokered a new relationship that needs to be mended. If that seems like I'm being a little overdramatic in that, maybe I am to an extent. But what I'm seeing, though, uh, I'm seeing people standing alone by a register with no one around for a 100 feet, and they're still wearing a mask, acting like it's okay, and staring into a smartphone. It's terrifying. It just is. I'm going to call it what it is because there's so much more that is happening simultaneously that people, we can't process it. We can't. The human, the human mind, as it has evolved in a society, has gotten where we are so overstimulated. And I remember having this conversation with Alicia, gosh, five, six years ago, that I was very concerned about what our on-demand culture was creating. Because, just look, five years ago, when you started to see these streaming channels and becoming very mainstream, I know seven, eight years ago, if you said Roku, people would look at you like a deer in the headlights. They didn't have a clue what you were talking about. Now, the whole thing, Netflix and Hulu and all of them, okay, I'm not going to advertise for them right now, but that's so commonplace. It's just as common now as ABC, NBC, CBS was for the better part of the last, you know, for the better part of the last half of the 20th century. Okay. And the thing that I really wanted to point out then that has come to pass now is that we had gotten so overstimulated that these app makers, these social media folks and, and the video games and the movies and television, they have had to adapt how fast they can connect with you and adapt with you and get you to stay doing what they're doing and paying attention to them. That's why I, in the process of this podcast, have been trying to figure out how to condense things down, be as fast as I can through the message, because I don't want to lose you, because I know I will. If I don't keep you stimulated, you will leave. You will click off and then not bother with it again because you're going to believe this thing is boring. Mm. It may be from time to time. I'm not, I'm not that super entertaining all the time doing a floor, and, and, you know, a floor show for you. Uh, I try though, but the thing is though, people got so overstimulated consistently and constantly that the attention span is like, like that of a gnat now. And that problem, that speed that is necessary for engagement is, is just lightning fast now, if you will, to where it's crucial to stop to slow down, to have that five-second, 10-second, 15-second conversation with another human being, a flesh-and-blood human being in the wild to start bringing us all back together and back in, okay? So I really want you to think about that because that is so important because, again, that's the that right there is a foundational root that these people in charge, by design, have done in breaking us six feet apart, wear a mask, that person can give you the cooties or you could accidentally give that person the cooties. And let alone all the other things they've done to divide us, to make 
this colored person of the they, this person of this color these different colors hate each other so don't get too close because bad things will happen which is a lie it's just a lie there are always going to be people who don't like you for whatever reason doesn't mean it doesn't necessarily mean it's the color of your skin it can be the way you comb your hair the car you drive just on principle alone how much money they think you have or how much money they think you don't have those divisions will always be around. You cannot legislate that. You cannot, that morality, you cannot and you will not ever be able to completely tampen down in the human mind. It doesn't make it right, doesn't make it wrong as far as I'm concerned. What it does do, however, can be used as a political football that's worse than politics because it's about manipulation and control. And I hope you see that. Good Lord, I hope you see that. And I am on a, more of a soapbox tonight than I wanted to be, but there's a reason for that too. Because it's another thing that I've, I've had to wrestle with when it comes to putting together a show like this and putting it out there. I was very mindful of making sure that I didn't want to regurgitate what everyone else was doing because it doesn't serve a purpose. It's just your your chirp chirp and everyone else. You go look at the major YouTubers out there. I use them because I I use them as an example because I, I watch a lot of YouTube. But they're all saying the same thing. They're no different than what is called the legacy media now, as far as the same talking point headlines. That's not helping anything. That is just simply feeding into an echo chamber. And then feeding into the echo chamber, their hope is to get you engaged once again in that tried and true conversation that's getting Joe Rogan a hundred million bucks a year, right? Or whatever it is. And that's not knocking Joe Rogan or anything. God bless him for getting that deal. But the bigger thing there is that they want to copycat what the trends are. So I'm not a big fan of trending things because if all you're going to focus in on that, that tells me you're only interested in that quarter hour share. And that's all radio term, meaning I want to keep you for the quarter hour because that's what shows up in the rating book. Okay. The rest of the hour, you can go do what you want. But if I can give you that first 15 minutes, boy, howdy, I got you. And you're worth money to me then. But now that that 15 minute quarter hour is now 15 seconds in a minute. So anyway, I don't, I don't want that. And I didn't want that. However, I have to step back just a little bit to realize that in some of those things, it's important that more people are repeating the same stories if they're truthful or as truthful as they understand them to be. Because there, I, I can get forced for the trees and not realize how many people are disconnected from the whole story because they only do get one source or rely on one source if they rely on anything at all now. So it is important to have as many voices out there. Now, this is called a segue, kids, because I'm going to take that point right there. I'm going to take a break, drink this coffee that my lovely wife made me so I can get through this podcast. And I'm going to take a break, go to the pre-recorded version of me telling you about Anchor, because that point I just made right there is the reason why you should seriously consider doing your own podcast and sharing your ground reports where you are. We can all talk about the same headlines everybody else is talking about, and you're not going to get anywhere. But if you in Houston, Texas, or you in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, or you in Anchorage, Alaska, if you are out there, or if you're on the other side of the pond, and you're over there in Warsaw, Poland, or you're over there in London, England, or you see where I'm going, you, you share your perspective on the ground. Be honest, be truthful, put your own spin in there, sure, but be straight because that's what we all need right now. We need these ground reports to really know what's going on. 
consider a podcast. I highly recommend Anchor because I'm using it now. You're listening to it or you're, it's coming from you no matter what platform you're on. It was all recorded on Anchor on a phone, and I'll teach you how to do that later on. But now I'm going to take a break, drink this coffee. Please listen to this commercial. Come back. we got a red alert report of some very interesting stories, and then we're going to have some lighthearted fun. Okay? That's what I'm bringing you next on So This Is The Future with me, Jim Bumgarner. Hello again, everyone. Hey, I'm back. I'm refreshed. I got coffee. I'm still drinking my coffee. I was drinking it during the break, but um, I liked it so much I didn't want to stop. So I didn't. Welcome to freedom, kids. Anyway, welcome back. Okay. Now, that opening part, like I will admit, I went on, and I'm not kidding, though. Get local. Open your eyes. Report from the ground. It's important. Okay. Okay, but now then, let's go take a look at some of the headlines around in this red alert report for today. Um, because I, you know, I had to, what I was going to do initially is I wanted to kind of scan some of the headlines just in case you may have missed some. But then, uh, when I, like I said earlier, I went out to do some errands. In that process of going out for the errands, I uh, popped across a YouTube video that I had no idea about. And what was that? Well, if you hadn't heard, which now you may have, it may have actually made it into the, the circles out there because it really needs to. Apparently, there is a very large Russian rocket that uh, has, well, they kind of lost control of it and it's falling back to the planet. Expected to land, according to this report, by about in about two days. And they're not 100% sure where this sucker is going to fall. But more than fall is the landing, right? Anyway, but this thing is huge. It's like 210 feet tall, weighs 200 tons, and it's coming back down. So, of course, some of it will burn up in the atmosphere on its reentry, and then it's still going to hit somewhere. So it's going to break something when it does. And we don't know, but I don't know. It's funny because if not for this one YouTuber, I would have no idea that this story was out there. And it's kind of a big deal as far as, you know, what's a big deal in this world. So... With that said, in the show notes, if you go to jackentertainment.net, you can get to the show notes, or even better, uh, just click through in the description of the podcast, it'll take you directly to the, the, the show notes so you don't have to go skating around. So anyway, but that was an interesting story, and uh, kind of makes you go, hmm. Uh, now then, I'm kind of skipped down just a little bit in the notes. Now, I wanted to recommend to you, and well, I wanted to, rec- to you, recommend to you the primary sites that I use when I do my headline scanning. And with them, it's cool. I think I found a good balance between the left side, a right side, a lot in the middle, and then some others from the alternative media that I trust. On the whole, I trust. First one that I'd like you to, you need to bookmark yourself is the Drudge Report. Now, Drudge ain't the Drudge he used to be, if Drudge is even there, Matt Drudge himself. But the the news, the news articles that are aggregated there, they are going to give you a really good view of what is coming from the quote-unquote left and their perspective. A lot of shock headlines right now. Very shock. I'm going to pull this up real quick. I, uh, let's see. Let's go over to Drudge. I'm going to refresh. And in the big red letters is the last wave, question mark. Uh, of course not, because, well, but France is relaxing, but earlier there's a report that there's a new variant that's shown up in France. Hey, come on. UK resists more measures. Another variant sparks fears. 
Omicron upends return to schools and workplaces. This Drudge Report, or what the Drudge Report has become now, is insane. Like, they come up with this, like, okay, in red letters, Betty White agent denies she died from booster. That is a very misleading headline. Because I read the article, and I wanted to kind of see, well, what? Huh? I didn't hear that she even took the shot in the first place. Did she? Did she? I don't know. I can't. I haven't confirmed that. No one's confirmed that. But that headline, that clickbait headline is so misleading. Betty White agent denies she died from booster. Now, let's let's unpack that real fast. Betty White agent denies she died from booster. That can simply mean someone said, hey, did you know Betty White died from the booster? The agent says, no, she didn't. That's a denial. No, not necessarily, <laughs> because there's no confirmation either way. But it leads you into the discussion, once again, and the division between get the shot, don't get the shot. It fuels the fire constantly, constantly, constantly. And it's terrible. And I see right underneath that, and this wasn't there earlier, final interview faked. Mm. Again, Drudge, man, what happened? Matt Drudge sold to soul. I don't care whether he liked Donald Trump or not. That's irrelevant. To sell out in such a manner to allow what was at one point a very trusted aggregate site. And plus, there's no reporting on here anymore. It's just the aggregate stuff. So it, it's a shame to see what that's been. All right. So anyway, now then the next one that I recommend is the Bongino Report. Because with what Dan Bongino put together as an answer to what the Drudge, Drudge Report became... Uh, you're going to get the more of that right side of the political spectrum. And this actual, this headline here, again, it's scary. Grab my attention. Schumer threatens to change Senate rules if GOP continues opposing so-called voting rights bill. Folks, that one's a big deal because if these people, and it's both of them, don't kid yourself. It's not just Democrats. It is Republicans, too. If they make these changes to the filibuster rules, and they can legally change the way the voting system works in the United States of America, you can kiss it goodbye. Sorry, not sorry. 2020 showed us, I don't care, again, this is not a matter of election fraud and all the conspiracy. It's the matter of election fact and gerrymandering that absolutely happened because laws were changed illegally you cannot change laws in the manner in which they did they do not have that legal right but they did it on the attorney general levels in states or even less than that and they did it because of quote unquote the pandemic to keep people safe if you can't see you gotta open your eyes because thankfully, once you do see, you'll never be able to unsee again. Now, one of the stories over on the Bongino Report that I found, like, hmm, well, there you go. From uh, Prince Andrew's sweetheart deal with Jeffrey Epstein made public. That one's kind of an interesting story because all the speculation with the Ghislaine Maxwell trial and all of that. And then, well, with Prince Andrew and the photos and the testimony and the other lawsuits. Well, what I read from the story is very simple. Uh they admitted guilt because their their motion right now is the law. One of the lawsuits that's against him from one of his accusers of doing naughty things when she was underage, he validated because she can't sue him because she had signed and uh, well she had been paid off by Jeffrey Epstein for through a court settlement. Okay, well 
that wouldn't apply if he was innocent, right? Because he could prove that in a court of law. I don't know. But that that's here and there. And again, that's just more of that division stuff. But again, the Bongino report, I do I do like to look at that to see where the right side's coming from, where the judge has the left. Now then, the one in the middle that I have found to be the most trustworthy and at least wide in the news that is covered 24 hours a day. Because the other sides, people apparently just go to bed. There aren't newsrooms, but now RT apparently still has a 24-hour newsroom because this thing will update as a good news source should, like the Associated Press used to be a long time ago. But RT.com, of course, it is Russian television. It is out of, or it is based out of Moscow. But the reporting is just straight reporting and also aggregating as well. But it's pretty straightforward. And when you see a story you can most likely get that backed up in at least three or four different spots. So you, it's pretty straight. Um, and I can say that I've, I've seen that, now of course they are going to be a lot more pro-Russian than they are any other nation that they're covering and featuring. But in general, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, or it's, it's balanced, excuse me. It's pretty middle-of-the-road balanced. And so I, I find that refreshing. So RT.com, another one that I recommend. You can follow the link in the show notes. Infowars and Band.Video. Highly recommend. You know, I have got to tip my hat to Alex Jones. That man has been fighting this thing for, you know, almost 30 years now. And so much through observation has come true. You can't miss it. Um, You got to be careful over there, though, because there is, of course, Alex is in the business to make money. And I don't fault him for that at all. I mean, you got to pay for these things. And he's got a massive organization and so much money he's had to spend on infrastructure. that if you don't, I mean, for you and I on this level right here, you can go to a place or a platform like Anchor and you can start a podcast and rock and roll. Well, if Anchor decides to pull you, I'm not saying they would do that, but saying that your host platform or something like Amazon Web Services decides to pull you, guess what? You just got your knees taken out. So if you're going to keep doing it, you got to come up with your own way. That's not easy, and it most certainly isn't cheap. So I applaud Alex for that. But again, the information that is coming with band.video and infowars.com, you're, you're finding the other sides of the coin. And this is not just one person rambling and ranting into a camera. We're talking about serious people with serious interviews. Real questions being answered, real facts being presented. And you you owe it to yourself to get plugged in from all sides. Now, I know there's going to be a good chunk of people um, who've came to this podcast by way of like-mindedness. My hope, however, is that the folks who have plugged into my other online outreaches, such as jimstoybox.com, will come over here and they've never heard about any of this. And it's hard for me to believe because I've always known about this, um, but they haven't. And I'm hoping they will open their eyes. So if, if you're coming in from the toy box, please go look. Open your mind. Look. And then start asking questions. So anyway, but yeah, definitely do that. And then, of course, DavidIke.com. Can't go wrong with David Ike. And that goes back to another point that showed notes a little bit earlier from YouTube videos I watched. Great video and channel. Um, there it is there. Now, that, there's a doom and gloom headline right there. It's already too late. Things are getting serious. Uh, according to David Ike. From well, they posted it this year. This is an older conversation, but go listen to it. Go to the show notes, jackerentertainment.net. Um, click 
click on the link in the description and then go to this YouTube video. The channel is Johnny Bigger is the name of the channel. And uh, listen to this. Uh, David Icke really, once again, 30 years later, the man ain't wrong. And whether you want to buy into the reptilian thing, since we haven't actually seen him walking around yet, right? Uh, but he's been pretty right about everything else. So I'm going to have to say reptilians for global domination. Yeah. We're the, I don't know. But at the same time, I don't know either. So, and neither do you. Until it actually happens, which it very well could happen this year. But his words in this particular video... I think are going to be some that will really help people put things into perspective if they will open their eyes and actually force them to open their eyes. And it was so serendipitous that this particular video popped up tonight and I got the recommendation for it, considering what I had personally experienced on the ground here tonight. So go check that out. Johnny Bigger is the YouTube channel links in the show notes and David Icke, uh, very, very wise insight that I hope you will check out there. And But then davidike.com, though, is a great aggregate site that he has. And that is very helpful in that he they will share and talk about some of the things that are happening over here in the States. But also you get the, the more worldly perspective of what's happening in the UK and the European Union and over there on that side of the planet. So, um, and, and I like David's writing because he's funny. I love how he... Uh, when he goes to an, an, uh, the title for an article, yeah, this ain't clickbait. This is just great. Lies, damn lies, and COVID hospitalization statistics. I love that. That's just great. Um, we go over there, davidike.com. Save it in your bookmarks. It'll do you good. Okay, so that kind of covers all of that. And actually, you're going to see in the span of the next week or so, on all of our Jack Entertainment properties, that we are adjusting what you're going to find on our homepage because, again, at this stage of the game, the biggest thing that we can do 24-7, 365, uh, and just let it roll, is we are going to do our own forms of aggregating when it comes to sites themselves. So we're going to have like our recommended sites for news, alternative information, and uh, but then also the fun stuff, too. Because that's where we're going back into after this next quick break, uh, so I can drink a little bit more of this coffee and get back at the lighter side of things to inspire and encourage you to really get to the real solution, which is embracing you, who you really are, and how that you is going to help save humanity. I know that's heavy, but you can handle it. You've handled all the rest of this crap, so now I'll show you the part that's actually fun and easy when so this is the future comes right back. And we're back. I only got a little bit of coffee, so I need a little bit more. Hmm. Speaking of which, if you noticed on the show notes, if you already went there, you'll see a coffee cup design that I found funny. Alicia and I, we talked about it last night. We rolled around in my noggin, and this morning I put it together and put it out there. And uh, If you're over on um, uh, Activate Humanity, if you're over there already, thank you. Uh, if you're not, go. But anyway, I had posted the link and this and the other earlier, and I love it. I'm sorry, it made me giggle. It's made everyone that I've shown it to has giggled. Maybe you'll giggle too. If you're a show, if you're a 
fan of the Friends show, I think you'll really appreciate it. And if you've just been alive through the past 40 years, you'll understand the reference. Anyway, go check it out. It's fun. But uh, this part here, I wanted to kind of, this is actually supposed to be more of what the show was going to be as a whole today. Um, because, well, I wanted to keep it light, but too many things keep happening. I'm like, gotta call out the elephant in the room, man. So I did. That's done. Now let's get back to the front of it. Got a lot of really cool stuff coming up in the near future episodes. Um, got some folks that I'm talking to to book some interviews, share what they're doing and in doing their part to encourage and inspire as many other people as possible. And I'm looking forward to that. And I'll should be giving you a pretty good update on that come Wednesday. Um, but a little bit of, I like to say, back center and front stage going on here at the Jack Entertainment Network. Well, you know what I'm doing because here I am. <laughs> that's silly. But no, seriously, that's on the J in the outfit. A is Alicia, my lovely wife. And she is the funny, funny one on the TikTok. And so I meant to put the link to her TikTok channel on the show notes. I'm going to have to fix that. But she... Um, she she is a breath of fresh air when it comes to taking care of some of the heaviness and taking lightening the load a little with some stuff. And so I, I'm totally pointing you in her direction to go check that out. So don't ogle her too much, fellas. Uh, that's my job. And then the K, of course, in our Jack Entertainment is Caitlin. And my young lady is, is I'm bragging because I'm dad and I can, but also because I'm a fair and objective observer. And she has just grown so wonderfully well in the world of crafting and using her imagination and designing and doing things with either a needle and thread or a paint and a brush or a pen and paper. She's, she's, we, Alicia and I, we will say this, we pride ourselves on the decision we made before we ever really got serious dating. That if we were going to have a kid, she was always going to be homeschooled. And we did that. And we're, we're really seeing the fruits of that because she's very well-rounded. And we also really, encourage all of her creative endeavors and it sounds very hippie-ish when i say that but it's not hippie-ish it's actually allowing her to be the best possible human she can be because that that little human that we've got there has known nothing but expressing her soul and that's what we took a while even while we were trying to teach her to do that we had to learn ourselves and i'm very proud of that now because she's graduated from just doing hand stitching which she's really good i'm telling you i am very amazed at how well she hand stitches you would think they were machine sewn nope mm -mm, she's just good however she was ready to graduate up so uh birthday time came and she got a brand new sewing machine so she's got the real deal and we've learned together we have sat down and learned out how to use one of those monsters and she's doing some really cool stuff and i can't wait plus it gives me the opportunity to play because she, in helping her learn, she's helped me learn. And so we're both learning. And I'm tickled to death about that because over the weekend, I got the opportunity to sit down and do some tinkering with the 3D printing. And I needed that. I needed to play like that again. And I hope to like do some write-ups on that and put that over there on the Jim's Toy Box as well as the Learn Solar Energy stuff um, because it's fun and it was great. And I want to encourage everyone, if you don't have a 3D printer, go get one. Now, another thing when it comes to this segment and what's happening for 2022 from Jack Entertainment and that I'm on a mission to be very transparent and it's not because I'm looking for your validation and I don't sound to say that to be mean or rude, but I, I'm not really worried about that anymore. I've kind of moved 
past that, thank God. Because if you're always looking for validation and acceptance, you're just spinning your wheels and breaking your own heart over and over because nobody else really cares. I'm just saying that nowadays to kind of, again, to name it, to tame it, um, and a transparency that we offer here whenever I go into the things that I'm telling you now is that we, I want you to see what's happening, not just for disclosure on our end, but more importantly, so you realize that in all of this, take notes, take notes. I want you to see what I'm doing and understand it so you can do it too. Because again, it's like when I push anchor, it's not just because I appreciate the platform. I truly appreciate the opportunity it gives anyone who wants to speak the ability to do so and to share those ground reports from their local levels. It's so very important. So anyway, you I want you to take notes. Whenever you see things, there's a there's there's a there's a there actually is a structure happening here that you can learn a lot from. And that's not to brag or boast. It just means that's what I've done for a very long time. And then in the past two years, I've really buckled down because I wanted to be able to show. See, before, when I would work with a, a regular traditional client in television, um, I would help them develop these types of things and figure out the best ways to do them the most economically and uh, efficiently and fast. That was always the key. Fast with no budget, no staff but you still got to get her done. Well, I was very, very good at that. And so that's what I'm bringing to the table here is that all these different things that I've learned, I'm wanting to slim them down to be able to show you so you too can do them yourself because it's good for all of us. Because again, we are, say this with me, we are here not to compete, but instead to create. Now say it the other way, because it's the same way. We're here to create, not to compete. I learned that phrase from the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. And that's another story that if you haven't read that book or listened to one of the audio recordings out there of that book from 1910, you got it. I need to put that in the show notes and let you link. You need to listen to that because the, the perspective of someone from 112 years ago is an incredible gift to have as a society. It really is because once you remove the walls of your perception today and literally transform your mind into the scenario of what was happening in 1910, what was around them, because they didn't have, uh, they, I mean, electricity was sketchy, let alone there was no such thing as radio or television. Uh, movies are still of an experimental thing. So all the, and cars, for God's sake, uh, highways. Remove yourself from what your perception is now. Place yourself into what you, the best you can into what they did and didn't have in 1910 and then read the writings of the people who wrote back then. And you can get a literal time machine experience. And whenever I was first introduced to The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles, and I read that line of, we are here to create, not compete. That was like, whoa. And then when you realize it's 100 years ago, whoa. It's profound stuff. Very, very pro profound. Anyway, but I recommend that. Anyway, uh, I just again, that's why the transparency is here. It's not because I'm paranoid. It's not because I'm looking for your approval or validation. But I want to be able to teach you what I've learned because it's working for me. 
Speaking of, that's the other things that I'm really tickled about. And if you if you're a friend of mine or seeing any of my stuff over at Activate Humanity, because that's the only social I use. I you know I set the other ones up for the sake of promotion for this podcast and for Jack Entertainment as a whole. I can't stand them, man. I tried to like share some stuff this morning, and I've done it all before, but I hate it now. I do. I'll be honest. I hate strong word, but you know what? They heard it. I just don't like it. It just feels dirty, and it's not worth it. So. Odds are I will be, when I find the time to do it, I'm going to just delete those accounts because I haven't put anything up there anyway, but I'm getting rid of them. They're just not worth it. Just If you want a social with me, come over to Activate Humanity and tell your friends to come to because, no, it's just bad. Anyway, uh, more about uh, kind of fleshing out more about what Jack Entertainment is at our core, the full, hey, here you go, in case you missed any of the rest of this. Uh, a branch, I've expanded the About page on our website, jackentertainment.net. Um, go check it out. Links in the show notes. So uh, again, transparency is everything. And while I don't interact a whole lot, um, I want to, but I don't want to get trapped in it either. Uh, but I also want you to know who we are. If you have any questions, you can go that way to say hi or ask anything that you want. Uh, then another thing that's been really cool that I researched for the past year was the ability to create and produce products to help well fund things <laughs> you know we all got to make money in this wonderful world that we live in because it's the way it's designed but the way you do it well that's up to you and that's where you're going to find out who and what you are well if you're not familiar with all the things that you could do like that cup that you see on the show notes page there you can do that too that's on de- on demand stuff you don't have to have a warehouse full of these things that you then have to go door to door and sell which could be fun with some of this stuff because I would love to see the look on somebody's face when I say, hey, Junior, you need this in your life. Do you remember when? Um, but seriously, you've got a lot of opportunities out there. And this is the key to that when it comes to what a lot of people are trying to figure out and do. Right now, everyone on this planet is controlled by an old monetary system that at the very tip top are the people who actually rule and run this rock. Uh, and we're all slaves to it. So you can think you're not, but you are. It doesn't matter. It just you are. If you have a smartphone in your hand, and if that's the only endeavor you have, well, good for you. But you're still a slave to the monetary system because you're going to have to pay for that service as well as the electricity to charge that device, and et cetera, et cetera, so on and so forth. So don't kid yourself. Uh, will we? What can we replace it with? That's been the pondering I've had. I don't know. I'm really wrecking my brain. So a lot of people think it's crypto. Sorry, I don't agree with that at all. I do think it's wise to understand crypto, I think, or try to, because I've been trying sort of to study it for the past six months, and I really don't know more about it now than I did before. And then the things like the NFTs that people have got into, non-fungible tokens, I had it explained in one way that made sense. If you are a gamer, an online gamer, and you play games like World of Warcraft or Roblox, and you buy credits inside of those worlds to use for stuff inside of those worlds. That makes sense to me. I understand that. Um, but NFTs, non-fungible tokens, that you were just buying a JPEG, but it's attached to a point in a blockchain. So that means your copy of this particular picture is super... Shut up. I mean, it's, it's like, listen, man, you go to the store, buy a CD or even a record. I can use that reference again since I actually have vinyl records back on the shelves. So you go buy a record. 
Ooh, you got the record. You hold on to that receipt and you can show you have an authentic copy of this record that you bought at this store at this time. Blah, blah. Yay. Then you can come home, put it on one of those fancy turntables that are USB now that you can actually dump and record everything on that vinyl onto the machine. And now you got a copy. Here's the thing, kids. If you're the type where you think there's more value in the hard copy with a receipt versus the ripped copy that sounds pretty much exactly the same that everybody's sharing all over the place for free, uh, get your priorities straight, man. Do yourself a favor. As a, as a guy who's collected things over the years, uh, you know, I see now I got caught up in that mentality. Oh, no, this isn't a collectible. This is an investment. Shut up. It's a collectible because remember the Beanie Baby thing? I never got into it, but I watched it in amazement. That's how people got suckered into being three bucks at retail for a little stuffed plush toy, which is awesome. People had fun with those. They were cute. But then the second market, he moved to where that $3 plush toy on the secondary market went into the thousands of dollars. I'm like, you have a kid in me, man. That's a, no, but people went for it. They, they enjoyed themselves. It's fantastic. And the ones who complain now because they lost all the money in it, you know what? You deserved it. You had it coming. And I've always said that when it comes to the collectible stuff. If you're buying a hunk of plastic, wood, stone, whatever, for its future value and not just appreciating what it is and something you just enjoy in the moment, you're making a huge mistake because you're going to lose eventually. If you don't sell when it's high, you're stuck with it when it's low. Anyway, but I digress there. Um, <laughs> it's just true. But again, nowadays, you have an opportunity with all this on-demand product creation to where you don't have to have a warehouse full of stuff. You don't have to have a back room full of indie, uh, inventory, which me personally, I, I do want to do more of that because I like that. I'm kind of weird. I, I enjoy that process i like that retail aspect of things it's an interactive thing for me i think it's cool but anyway but you don't have to have it to actually dream something as far as a product good or service and put it out to the world or create your own marketing and promotional materials that before you had a wall in front of you like okay say you wanted to make coffee mugs for a radio station well you could quote unquote, trade out half of that with like a local printing company because they still got to buy the cups. And so you could trade out. So you're still out because you got to buy a bulk order of at least 500. So you're still out at least a grand just to get those cups made. And then you got to push them and, you know, just, you give them away, right? They're promotional items. I know towards the end of the 90s and into the early 2000s, radio stations, I, and I saw this and it just, yeah, just, it disgusted me. I hated it. They started to sell their merch. They would sell their t-shirts, sell their coffee mugs versus using them for just on-air promotion. I hated that. It was like, you're not making nearly enough money off of these things that will give you a return promotionally as much as giving it away for free on air. Sure, fewer people have them, but that made them special and they were fun. Remember, this is all about long-term value, but it made it fun. People like to play. People like to have contests and people love to win. But when you just make it willy-nilly to where everybody can just buy one whenever they want, you see that, well, you're not as popular as you thought you were, number one. And number two, you're just stuck with inventory you've got to deal with. But you don't have to do that now. And I found some really cool sites that I've, I've put to the test and I use and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And so I'm using them. And it's allowed me to take certain ideas like on the New Year's Eve show where I challenged you, myself and everyone around me, to take the 2020 challenge where every day 
do something that expresses you. I mean, seriously, whether it's an hour, 15 minutes, five minutes, one minute, whatever you've got that you can just simply be you. Be it to learn something new, read something old you forgot about and revisit, uh, something, anything that's just 100% you. You don't have to share it with the world. No, of course not. But if you feel you want to, you feel compelled to, you should. Because that inspiration means you're meant to inspire someone else, which can turn into some other incredibly amazing things. Hence why I put and launched, well, it was approved. I put it up over the weekend and it got approved this morning, actually. Uh, from Amazon, I've got a hardback 365 journal uh, called 365. It's 365 days, 365 um, adventures and uh, our inspirations. I forget exactly. I'm tired. I'm sorry. But anyway, but that link is up and I did it because I love the ability that folks have as writers and creators to be able to take a book and take it to market without having to go through all of the, the the walls and the the breaks and stops of traditional publishing. This gives you an opportunity, you guess, to follow some guidelines, but they ain't that hard and ain't that bad to get your stuff published. And then from there, it's on you to promote, but be creative in that too. And you'll, you'll have fun with it. I know I am, but anyway, that's one. And so the Amazon, Amazon KDP program, take a look at it. It allows you to create paperbacks, hardbacks, and also the uh, Kindle books for the e-readers and such. And that's awesome. Um, I'm going to do some other articles and videos on that to teach folks how to do that more specifically. There's already a lot of great stuff out there on YouTube. If you go looking for uh, KDP or low content publishing or publish your own book, a lot of great free information out there. And I'll try to help point you to some of the ones that I learned a lot from. Uh, the mug of the moment, that's uh, fun for me. I've been doing coffee mugs on Teespring, which is just now called Spring, to where again you get your graphic design that you did and you upload it and you put it on products. Seen this stuff since the, pretty much since the dawn of the, the internet and the World Wide Web that you could do these on demand products. Well, from what I've seen from Spring, and again, the uh, link is in the show notes, um, one of the most user friendly, and when it comes to how you set up and the way you set up your profit and margins and such, it's very fair, very, very fair, especially considering all the work that they put in after you put in yours, and it gives you the opportunity to build a, a passive income. And yeah, you never know. I know a lot of folks have laughed at the uh, the, the COVID-19 cup, and I actually, over the weekend, I was surprised to find that someone ordered some of the other ones that I had up that, honestly, it was a funny idea to me, and so I put it up and forgot about it and then over the weekend i got an email and from two days before i checked and i said oh wow i, I sold some stuff that's pretty awesome um it's pretty neat i got that link up too to that particular cup hey that's called a tease maybe even a little clickbait so you can go look for yourself see which one it was um also the this the ability to do the on-demand publishing like this also allows for my um pretty absurd idea when it comes to the red pill coloring book and if you're not familiar with that, go look. It's funny. I think it's funny. You can get a sample now, again, over at uh, the Jack Store, which will take you over to our setup over at uh, spring.com. Anything. Another thing that I put up, because, again, 
like anybody out here who's taking this thing seriously and wanting to spread information and entertainment and inspire folks and doing it in a, in a as professional manner as possible, you got to have money to do this. You do. I mean, like your costs, I can show you how you can keep your costs very low in building an outreach like this. However, you are still going to have to pay your light bill if you have a mortgage or rent or a car payment or food so you don't die. You got to make money. And uh, we're very mindful of the ways in which we're doing it. And so the the things that I'm recommending to you are things that I myself have tried or using or um, developed a relationship with folks that have proven themselves over the test of time to be really good. Now, nobody's ever happy with everything 100%. And there are always going to be people who don't like certain things, and that's fine. But if I'm recommending it to you, it's only because I know I've enjoyed it, and it's been good for me. Um, some examples that I've got up now, again, in the show notes, you'll see them all. And I'm going to compete, keep putting them out there because, well, this is how we're going to fund everything. I want to stay as far away from really going after advertising. I don't want to do that. I just want to talk to you, add value to your life in some way or another, inspire you to do something that you in turn inspire someone else to do. And we all benefit that way. You can, I did learn about, or I heard about, and now I finally did it, the buy me a cup of coffee or buy me a coffee. If you, if you enjoy what you hear, go over there, drop a buck in the hat, give me a cup of coffee. I'm cool with that. Uh, also, again, I strongly recommend going and trying the Anchor platform, anchor.fm, and go through my link that helps the show and it helps you learn how to podcast as well as do a podcast. Um, one of my long-term affiliate interests that I've had is by way of my gemstoybox.com, and that's through Entertainment Earth, and they sell uh, pop culture items, gifts, collectibles, toys, and Many years ago, after I started the uh, Toy Box, I had been writing for close to a year, I guess, when I they reached out to me to start doing reviews for them, and it was great. That was like one of the highest highs that I ever felt, and it was a lot of fun. I haven't done one in a long time. Uh, things change, you know, but I would be open to do it again. Um, so anyway, but I still recommend their stuff because if you are a collector or you'd like to get gifts from people who collect things in the pop culture world, Entertainment Earth is a really good source. They got pretty much everything everyone else has other than they have exclusive items too. They're only available through their site and I highly recommend go, go take a look, uh, in the show notes. Now, um, there's two others that these, these are the, this is the, I'm going straight for the money on this one, kids, and you can too, but I 100% endorse them because not only do I have these, I've been using them every day pretty much for the past year. And I've had zero issues. And one would be Cash App. The other one is Chase, the bank. You know, I set up, this is back a little over a year ago now. I set both of those up when I heard about them. And I got enticed by both because they were throwing money and I was doing, I had actually gotten to the whole gig economy thing doing like DoorDash. And so I came up with this great idea. Well, I can do the DoorDashing thing, but then I can use this Chase bank account to put, you know, have the direct deposits go to that. It's all online. So I, I was already in the metaverse, right? So anyway, so I could do it that way. And then with Cash App, I learned that that would be a great way for Alicia and I to be able to transfer funds back and forth between each other 
when we didn't have any cash in our pocket or one account rent. So anyway, but it was just handy and it worked. And so for a year, I've done that. I've had no problems at all. And with Cash App right now, if you go through the show notes and click my link, you check it out. Well, if you get Cash App and you use it, uh, that 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 kicks me a couple bucks. And they'll also give you five bucks for trying it out. So there's a win-win there. And again, I've used it for a year and I've had no issues. Uh, the Chase... They really want to get your business, and they're offering right now with this promotion you click through, you can get $225 for opening an account online with Chase. Now, again, everybody's going to have their opinions on that. Go for it. Have fun. But, you know, do what you got to do. I just know that the on you got to have a checking account. You got to have a bank account. You just do uh, for now, and that's one that hasn't done me wrong. And I've, I've, like I said, I've used it, and it's been very reliable. It works like any other bank account. You, now, you may be close enough to where you have a branch nearby that you might be able to do some in-person stuff. But for everything that I've done with it, it's been solely online. Again, using for direct deposits from DoorDash and things like that. And it works just like a regular checking account. So you've got a routing number, an account number, so you could use it for bill paying and everything. So it's a great account. And um, there's a like a $12 service fee every month. But again, the features have outweighed the cost on that thousandfold. Plus, if you sign up through my link, you can get uh, 225 bucks. Go take a look, see how all that works. I've got all the disclaimer information so you understand that. And uh, it even explains what I get out of the deal for you signing up because I've only got 10 slots that I can recommend. And they'll give me like 50 bucks for every person who signs up. So there's that. Uh, the Refer a Friend programs. Check it out. It's fun. Also, I'm um, wanting to put together a really solid database of links to folks that I just like, you know, non-sponsored, just folks I like and I recommend. Uh, first one on the list on today's show notes is Activate Humanity. It's a great social platform, great people, like-minded, that like-minded, especially in the fact that they're not afraid to ask questions and learn more and dig deeper than just what's being spoon-fed. And they're also nice and funny. <laughs> and enjoying one-on-one human conversation. Uh, another one, now this one is solely for the, the. I hate using these stupid terms, but I use them anyway. Okay, the geek side of me and the big side that uh, one of my fun hobby passions uh, are Mego action figures made by the Mego Corporation from once upon a time ago that re- resurrected in 2018. Anyway, there's an outfit called ZLC Collectibles. Uh, again, this is not sponsored. There's no affiliate. I just like them. I appreciate what they put together over there as far as their selection and their prices are literally the best I've found anywhere online. Uh, if you can find these stuff at, at retail, hey man, support your retail. But if you can't, go to ZLC Collectibles, click through the link, and just shop away. I Actually, the link I've got up right now is like one of my most favorite um, action figures that Migos made to date, and that would be the uh, Willy Wonka featuring the likeness of Gene Wilder. Love that flick, love everything about the message again there. That's a podcast in and of itself I want to do soon. Um, I did write an article about it. Go over to jimstrobox.com and you can find it there. And then also, I want to uh, get into the habit of recommending some reading to you. And it's the stuff on my bookshelf personally that actually means a lot to me. And um, I think you can get something out of it. I'm not going to go any further than that. I don't care to really give a review. Uh, just that type of recommendation. And this week is, I uh, mentioned before, it's a book I got for Christmas 
for my lovely wife, Alicia, that I've talked about. And she's like, okay, fine. I'm just going to make sure you have it so you shut up. And I appreciate that. Uh, but The Biggest Secret from David Icke released. This is the second edition that was released in 1999, originally written in 1997, available now through the link on Amazon. Again, there's no kickback on that whatsoever. I just really think at this point to get familiar with what David Icke had been talking about 30 years ago to where we are now, it's not a bad idea because he's been proven right over and over again, time and time again, and it's really aped up and amped up in the past two years. So to look back at it, I like it because you can go back and read what he wrote 20, 30 years ago, and you can validate it now. Unlike the Nostradamus stuff where he wrote it a couple, 300, 400 years ago, whenever it was, well, he's long since dead. People have edited his stuff. You can't ask him yourself <laughs> to find out what's real and what's not. Was just coincidence uh, or just totally wrong, which no one seems to talk about that when it comes to the Nostradamus stuff. David Icke stuff, however, you can go buy a book from 30 years ago, open it, go, huh, and then go look at the newsstand and go, oh. So I recommend that. The biggest secret, David Icke, go check it out. Amazon.com. It's fun. Now, another thing, final show plug for the night. Uh, because I think it's really super neat, and I didn't know, because when you use Anchor, the app on the phone has specific features, but the app on the desktop, which they talk, because it's all cloud-based, right? So if you do something on the PC, it shows up in the on your smart device or your phone, and vice versa. So I can record one thing here on the phone, and then I can record something different on the PC, and then I can mix them all together right there, and that's really cool. One of the features on the website going through the PC that's not available on the phone that I saw is that actually you can leave a message for me. And that's pretty awesome. It's like calling into the radio stations back in the day. So if you have a question, a comment, a commentary, don't be mean. I'm not in the mood for it right now, but I can take it later. Thick skinned. But anyway, you can leave that there. And then that would be kind of fun to have people drop some sound bites in to later use on the show. I think that'd be great, actually. I'm kind of stoked about it. But I'm going to wrap this up. I have ran way longer than I... No, I knew I was going to go long today. Uh, so if you made it this far, thank you very, very much. And I think I'm going to come up with like a long-timer bonus prize thing that if you like make it all the way to the end, I'll give you a secret word. And if you email me the secret word, I'll give you something cool. Uh, how about this? If you happen to make made it all the way to the end here and you listen to the complete podcast... And this is going to either be like really cool and like, wow, awesome. Thank you. Or, whoa, nobody really cares. I got nothing. And it happens. Anyway, code word is um, they live. <laughs> code word is they live. You send me an email through uh, either just go to jackentertainment.net and send me an email and in the subject line say they live. I'll send you a free PDF downloadable version of the sample uh, red pill coloring book. So that's all you gotta do. And all anybody's gonna know about this is if you're listening, I'm not putting it in the show notes, it's just gonna be there. So if you're here at the end, thank you for listening and send me that email that says, they live. Or if you're on Activate Humanity and you hear this, type it in there and tag me in it and I'll send it to you there. So it'll be fun. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. It's been a long, long, long day and it was worth it, worth it, worth it, worth it. And, um, we got a lot to do. Again, heavy stuff, scary times, but we're going to get past it because you and me and we have the solution because we were born with it. Most folks just forgot that they have it. Let's help them get it back. 
So until Wednesday's show, I do hope you all have a great day. On behalf of all of the Jack Entertainment Network, Shrew and Shmoo, I'm Jim Bumgarner, thanking you very much and look very forward to chatting with you very soon.